Hello and welcome to the Cosmically Confident Podcast. I'm your host, Jenna O'Keefe, and I'm a confidence coach, mindset expert, and a breathwork facilitator. I help women to unearth their self-doubt, heal from the root, so that they can unapologetically step into their power. In these episodes, we are going to be diving in to the topics that are going to help you heal, get inspired, and peel back the layers so that you can become the best version of you. Find out how to work with me on my website. And with that, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to this week's episode of the Cosmically Confident Podcast. So a super varied episode for you today. I have my old journals back out. I know how much you loved this last time. Um, And yeah, I just thought this was a really beautiful way to open today's episode. So I know that so many of you are following me because you are struggling to believe in yourself, because you are worried that you're not going to make it, because you're worried that you are going to publicly fail at what it is that you're going to do. You're worried that you're going to be judged or people are going to think, who the hell does she think she is, right? And so I was looking through this old journal that I found um, in the loft and I think this is really... It's a really amazing sign as to why you need to keep going and why you need to create this like relentless belief in yourself so that you do become truly unstoppable. So just to give a bit of context around this, right, if you are a newer listener and you're newer to my space. So I set up my business two years ago and the journey to that was, you know, I have, I have, for as long as I remember, I've really wanted to help people and really wanted to kind of lean into my gifts. So I love making people feel good. I love working with people to solve problems. And when it got to about maybe 2016, I really realised that I wanted to become a coach. Like coaching started to um, started to kind of enter into the UK really. I started following a few coaches and actually I thought like this is my dream. At the time I was managing a team of five and that was like the one thing I was good at. So I got promoted really, really early in my career. So I was 22 and I got handed a team of five 30 year olds to manage, which came with its own struggles. But it was quite a difficult team that I inherited. And actually at the age of 22, I turned the team around and actually turned what was quite um, what was quite a toxic team, what was quite a negative team into one of the best performing teams in the company. And so what I realized probably around 2014, 2015 was like, I really had this gift to support people in their personal development, to get people feeling good. And then it was 2016 that I started to kind of discover coaching. But I didn't obviously get into coaching straight away, right? Because I actually only set up my business in 2020. So there was a huge gap. And in that gap, it was full of self-doubt. It was full of money mindset issues. It was full of the kind of fear of what if it does work? Or the fear of actually, what if it doesn't, you know, like, I don't actually know which was scarier. Both were kind of equally terrifying. And anyway, so I wanted to tell you this because I found my old journal from, so this one dates back to September the 9th, 2017. 
So this was four years ago. And in this journal at the time, I was really struggling. I knew that I wanted to be a coach. I knew that there was potential here. I had already set up my Instagram page and I had been um, Instagramming and blogging for a year, not really with any purpose of setting up for a business, but just kind of building traction in the space. And I went to a free coaching conference in 2017. Um, So it was a full weekend to kind of learn how to coach and learn what coaching was. And then obviously the company try and sign you up at the end. But it was a really transformational weekend for me, right? And it was really the first step in terms of, I really want to do this but I didn't take action because I was scared. So I wanna read you this kind of extract just from um, the 9th of September, where I was asked on that conference to write down everything that I was afraid of when it came down to being a coach. So what I've written here is, I don't believe I'm good enough to make it properly. I really don't believe that anyone's ever gonna pay for me to coach them. I don't believe that I'm creative enough. I don't feel like I've got time. I don't believe I'll ever actually make any money. I don't believe I'll ever be able to handle life coaching and my day job. And so writing these down, I kind of thought to myself, what's the point? Why even try? Why would I even, why would I even try? I don't see the point in continuing. And so what happened then, I forgot about it. And the following journals kind of go on to me talking about guys, talking about my day job, talking about how much I hated my day job, talking about how um, I never had any money and the cycle continued. And actually reading back on that four years later where, you know, I've sold out day retreats. Like yesterday I was at my day retreat like working with some incredible women, breaking through ceilings. And these women have paid high ticket for this event, right? Like women are paying a lot of money to work with me for my insights. So I'm in this position now where I look back on this and I think, wow, I really did let those beliefs stop me. And if I could go back to that girl who put pen to paper on the 9th of September, 2017, and wrote down all these limiting beliefs, I think I would say to her, so are you just gonna let this dream go? Like, are you just gonna not take action? You know, what's the worst that could happen if you did take action? How can you, if that is seriously your goal and you want to make that your reality, how can you take actions towards this? And I think there's so much fear in terms of the unknown. There's so much fear in terms of, you know, what could be over the other side. And it's almost too scary to even think about so we don't even try. But if you're listening to this and you've got a dream and you're in this position right now where I was in in 2017, where it's like, you know, I can't even try because it feels so scary. Is that your end point? Because if you're listening to this, I don't believe it is your end point. I believe that you're listening to this because you want that inspiration, because you want somebody to pull you out of where you are so that you can start taking action. Because I know if I'd have taken that action in 2017, right? Like if I had have launched my business off the back of this and really, really 
worked on these limiting beliefs if I'd have stepped outside my comfort zone, if I had have chosen a different path, which was action rather than procrastination, my business would probably be significantly bigger than it is now. That's not to say I regret it. I don't think I regret it. I don't have any regrets, really. I think I'm so proud of what I've achieved in two years. I'm so proud of where the business is. I'm so grateful for all of the people that I have met along the way and the journey that I've had. But I think if I went back and spoke to the girl that wrote this in her journal, I think I would challenge these beliefs, right? Because I stayed in this place of self-doubt for a really long time. It was really drawn out. It was really harsh and negative. And it wasn't just about the business. It wasn't just about... um, not making any money or wondering whether people would pay for my services. Actually, it was just this feeling like what actually was underneath the surface of all of this was I'm not good enough. And if I could go back and work on that belief sooner, I think I really would have saved myself a lot of pain and a lot of heartache because that's it, right? Like so often we say, oh no, I'm not good enough to do that business. But really what we're saying is I'm not good enough. And that doesn't just play out in business. It doesn't just play out in your career. It plays out in everything, right? It plays out in your relationships. It plays out in people pleasing. It plays out in how you feel about yourself and the narrative that you that you have with yourself over and over and over again. And so I was curious and I continued reading, right? And so this was from the 25th of November, 2017. So... Here I go on to talk about how exhausted I was in my job. So I was pitching a lot, kind of six, seven figure pitches, like huge pitches, and there was just so much pressure. So here I've written, um, I feel like I've put weight on, I'm so exhausted, I'm really feeling like I'm losing control. And annoyingly, I've run out of money again. I really did try this month, but unfortunately, it's just all gone. I've borrowed £26 off my mum and £20 off a friend, and I get paid on Friday, so I've only got Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I've got chilli, pasta, soup, pesto, pasta, so actually, I don't need to buy any extra food, but I'm just really looking forward to getting paid and taking the weight off. It's also a year since I hurt my ankle, which means it's a year since I last saw my ex-boyfriend. I wouldn't even know what his voice sounds like now. I cried the other night, my friend, and it feels so unfair that he moved on before I did. I felt incredibly lonely the last couple of weeks and I found it so difficult in the last 12 months to find blokes that I can actually collect with. It's actually almost impossible. It's not as if I haven't tried, I really have. It's just been so difficult. But what I have achieved this year is getting into a job And I do feel like at some points I am smashing it. I've done a lot of work on my confidence and I remember the nerves I felt on my first day of summer and now I'm much more confident. I know who I am, I know what I'm looking for, I've found a great place to live so maybe it's all finally working out. The next step is just my finances and I really, really am trying. Although I know I've still got a long way to go. Here's my plan and then I've gone on to list my different plans. And so what you can see here is, I hope me reading this to you from a different perspective, I hope that helps you piece together, right? Like sometimes we can say, I'm scared of starting a business because I'm scared it might not work. Or I'm scared of going for a promotion because people might think, who the hell is she? But it's not really about the surface level issue. Actually, what's going on is 
deep rooted underneath the surface, underneath the surface, underneath the in your subconscious is a deep rooted issue that you don't feel like you are worthy or you don't feel like you are good enough or you feel like you're a burden. And that plays out in so many different areas of your life. And so there, I'm talking about my ex-boyfriend, I'm talking about being jealous because he he's moved on and it didn't feel fair and I felt really lonely and I'm attracting in the wrong type of men. I was attracting in the wrong type of men because I didn't feel worthy, because I didn't feel good enough, because I didn't feel like I was good with money. All of these things, right? And so this is why it's so important to put these pieces together because actually what you feel like might be blocking you right now actually might be playing out in so many different areas of your life. Okay, so that was just a slight interlude and now we're going to talk about good girl energy. So this is so important because so many of us are conditioned to be the good girl. So many of us are conditioned to know that it's safe if we're the good girl. Maybe we can go under the radar, maybe we can avoid conflict. And actually, there are, it's so dangerous to be in your good girl energy. If you get to 90 and you feel like you've spent your whole life in good girl energy, what a fucking shame, you know? Like, what a life wasted. So good girl energy is really when you're stuck in that apologetic energy. You're not claiming space, you're holding yourself back and you're not thriving, right? You're exhausted, you're burnt out. And this is a learned behaviour. Maybe, for instance, you grew up in quite a kind of chaotic household and maybe you were that mediator at home. So you learnt to be the good girl. You learnt that if you were kind of studious, kept your head down, didn't cause a fuss, actually that's how you got love. Maybe you were bullied at school. And so for you, conflict feels particularly terrifying. So actually playing that good girl, being in that good girl energy feels like safety for you. And maybe you were praised for being the good girl. So, you know, we're taught to be good little girls, not to shout, to be pretty, to look beautiful, all of these kind of things. So when you think about your experiences, it's really like a big mixing pot of all of this shit. And unfortunately, you know, I feel like we spend our our late 20s and our 30s starting to peel back, and and our 40s, starting to peel back these layers so that we can shed all of this shit, right? Because you don't need to be the good girl. Like, you actually don't. Actually, being the good girl is hindering your success, it's hindering your energy, and it's hindering your relationships. Because if you are stuck in good girl energy, you are not being you. And if you are not being you, that's burdening everything else in your life. Because something's got to give somewhere. So here's five signs that you might be stuck in good girl energy. Firstly, number one, you're holding yourself back. So maybe, you know, your work is incredible, but you know, deep down, you are holding yourself back from stepping into that next level, from stepping into a promotion, from stepping into that new business, from stepping into that new product. And this might be, you know, obvious to others or actually it might be just kind of obvious to you maybe you're asking yourself am I really good enough to do this that's a sign that you might be stuck in good girl energy number two you celebrate your wins privately so if the thought of boldly celebrating your wins scares the living shit out of you it's because you have a fear of being judged 
or showing off. And this is keeping you playing small. And it means that you're celebrating in private, either with your partner or your very close friends, or maybe you're not even celebrating yourself at all, even worse. So you're working so hard and you're not celebrating yourself. And so what that does subconsciously is it reaffirms that belief of I'm not really important or I'm not really that successful or I don't really matter. And so this is something to shift. Number three, you are undercharging and over delivering, right? So maybe if you are owning a business, for instance, you are in that place where you will charge too little for your services and always go above and beyond this kind of people pleasing element. And if you're not in a business, this still works for the corporate world, or this still works in kind of family relationships as well, right? Like you, you aren't asking for anything, but you're constantly giving. The balance of give-get is out of balance, not in your favour. So that is a sign that you are kind of stuck in this good girl energy. Number four, you aren't valuing your own opinion. So if you have something that you feel hugely passionate about, but you feel really scared to ruffle feathers, you feel really scared to kind of speak your truth, to own your truth, it's a sign you're stuck in good girl energy. It's a sign you have that kind of fear of conflict. And actually, when you think, if you take away all of your passions, that's making you so vanilla. It's taking away everything you care about. That doesn't mean to say, you know, we all have to be activists and getting arrested every weekend, but I think it's important to really lean into the things that you feel passionately about. Maybe you don't necessarily want to talk about them on your social media and I completely, you know, I'm completely cool with that. But actually having things that you care about and leaning into that is really, really powerful. And number five, you worry what people think of you. The absolute trademark of the good girl, right? So maybe you're leaving situations, interactions, conversations, kind of constantly worrying about how you came across and if people are liking you. And if that's the case, you know, it's time to make that change. You weren't put here on this planet to be the good girl. You weren't put here to be agreeable. You weren't put here to be polite or indifferent. And you fucking know it, right? That's why you've clicked on this episode. That's why you're listening today. You know it. So really the process for you is about peeling back those layers so that you can become unapologetically you. That is the key, right? Like becoming more and more unapologetically yourself. And this doesn't be- this doesn't mean that you all of a sudden become like mega bitch that nobody wants to be friends with anymore. No, absolutely not. But it means that you have clarity over who you are, what you care about, what matters to you you will, you know, fiercely protect yourself. You won't constantly put yourself on the back foot. You won't constantly kind of over-apologise for existing. And we will talk about this more in future episodes. And there's so many episodes in this podcast which have, you know, a whole range of topics of how you can build your confidence. But really the purpose of this episode is identifying if you are holding on to that good girl energy. And if you are... I would say start really pulling this into question. So where are you holding on to this good girl energy? Where do you think this might come from? So really understanding where in your childhood you have learned this behaviour. 
and then starting to shift it, right? So all of this stuff is such a gift because it really shows us what it is that we need to heal. So pinpointing what exactly it is that you need to heal is going to be so, so helpful in your journey. So then you can maybe take this to your journal. You maybe start to connect to your inner child to let her know that she is safe, that it is safe to step into her truth, that it is safe to find her voice. All of these beautiful things. And then starting to maybe create yourself a bit of an action plan. So what is your action plan in terms of releasing the good girl? In terms of stepping into your power? How can you do that 1% every day? And once you start to create that, and once you start to create small actions that build up over time, that's where the magic happens. That's when you start to feel differently. Obviously, reading back in this journal, you know, it took me years to nail this. Absolutely years. But it doesn't have to take you years, right? Like, really, you can start the work now. And I hope this episode has been enough for you to have that kind of kick up the arse to be like, I'm going to change this for myself. Because you don't need to feel that way. You don't need to shrink yourself in situations. And you don't need to waste precious days of your life or precious energy worrying what people think of you. It's just not necessary. So if you want support in terms of releasing the good girl, in terms of stepping into your power, then I would love to invite you to book onto a complimentary 15 minute confidence consultation. So this is a space for you just to talk out what it is that you are struggling with, what your block is. I will try and help to put the pieces together for you in that call and give you a takeaway strategy that you can start implementing straight away that is completely unique to you and your situation. Of course, if at the end of it you think you are the mentor for me and I want you to be part of my journey, then absolutely we can talk about my various different products, different ways to work together, but only if that feels like a good fit for you. These confidence consultations are genuinely no strings attached and I would just love to support you in any way that I can. So my loves, that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you could just spare 30 seconds to give me a review either on Spotify or Apple or wherever you're listening. It really, really makes such a huge difference to me reaching more and more women just like you who need my support. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you on the next episode.